this podcast, uh, Brooker and I, we, we are requesting that you guys get in touch with us. Uh, we want to know why you guys listen to us and, and what you do. So reach out to us on like either the Mike and Brooker show uh, Instagram or mine at Guadango. Um, I mean, I could tell you to reach out to a Brooker. On, what, what's, what's your Instagram? I don't even know, mate. I think I <laughs> underscore Brooker. <laughs> so your best bet is probably the Mike and Brooker show. Uh, I think it's at Mike and Brooker on Instagram. Reach out to us, DM us, and yeah. tell us why you listen to us and and what you actually do for a living. Yeah. Or, you know, that way we know how to better serve you with this podcast. We're, yeah, we're we just, ain't got a Scooby. We don't know who... Our friends contact us, but we don't know if, if anyone else listens to us that we don't actually physically know. But we can't know. We don't know that many people to actually, in terms of the hundreds that are listening, I'm sure that we don't know everybody. And and if you don't if you don't have Instagram, what's our email? Mikeandbrooker at gmail.com, right? Yeah, Mike, Mike and Brooker at gmail.com. So shoot us an email as well. Um, we we want to know. Uh, we, we I know we have coaches that listen to us. And if you're a coach and you're hearing this, DM us and say, yeah, I'm a coach and I want to hear more coaching shit. Stop talking about the regular bullshit. Like, what, whatever. Give us a direction that you want us to go in because right now, Brooke and I just do whatever the fuck we want. Like, if we find it interesting, we talk about it. And essentially, these are, these are, this is some kind of uh, documentation of our conversations and conversations that we have with people that we think are pretty cool. So tell us where to go. You know, so many people are so worried about showing what they do. Who out of like the 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 game really show what they do with stuff? Not many. Not many. And like some some guys, uh, you, you hear him say like, oh, you share everything that you know. Just put it all out there. Just keep putting it out there, putting it out there. That might be a, a way a way to go about it. The the other thing that I think about is I I have you and I both have like a duty to put out products yes. because, because what we do is actually, I don't want to say actually beneficial, but everyone's claiming to have this resume. It, everyone's essentially claiming to have our resume. Right. Right. right? Or right. they're at least, at least masquerading as if they have it, they, right. they, they, they may not be claiming it, but like, they, you know, they, they, they're, they're pretending as if like they're the type of people that have this shit. Um, and we actually have it and we actually do it. Right. So one of the reasons I think we should put out products is because they need to see how people need to see how it's actually done the right way, or right. at least how people actually train professional athletes. Right. None of this, right. none of this fucking, you know, uh, balancing on BOSU ball fucking shit with, you know, duct tape over your fucking mouth, wearing a Bane mask on fucking right. ladders with, right, with right, bands right. and chains and shit. Right, right. So, like, right. we 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 are morally obligated, in my opinion, to put out a product. Yeah, and and to become more well known with the podcast and and with our with our systems because our goal is to not hurt people and to improve performance in real ways, whereas other people. Like they, they just, I don't want to say other people suck, but there's fucking frauds. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, if you really delve into it, it's almost selfish. Because if you've got something that can maybe help someone out yes. and you're not sharing it, it is basically selfish. And the only reason, like, and also I know this through that, that whole creative process of, of, of writing these audios is like, the real, the only thing that can stop me doing it is because of myself. That's right. That is basically, and it doesn't even matter if it's even that good or not, but you put it out there because if it can help one person, okay, well, that's already a bit of good, you know? And then maybe in that process, it takes a whole other life of its own. And then you, you get guided from what you hear from other people. So, I mean, we can definitely get, let's say, 10 different people each to give us honest feedback on something we put out. That's already a good start. I was already thinking, I was thinking too about different things. I mean, let's say for example, if we take like the Eldoras, right? Eldora stretches. Now, first of all, you could make your own series of positions like that if you wanted to. And second of all, you've got the Eldoras. Let's just say that you created the Eldoras, right? But then, we could say, okay, yeah, you can do the Eldoras like this, but you know what would actually enhance the experience of people doing it so that they get better results would be is if they had a, a video that they watch with a commentary on it or just the audio of it being like, right, say, for example, the small globe, right? And you're saying to them, right, you're only going to breathe through your nose and as you inhale, you're going to really try to create as much tension as you can in your upper back. And then as you exhale, you're going to stretch your fingers out even more and drive the palms of your hands up to the sky. Right now, take another deep breath in, maximize the tension and exhale and reach up even more. Now you've taken a, 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 a and, 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 and that's what I think if we're going to do one thing first, we could do that really easily because that's what the things that we're doing. You know, it's just, you take what you're already doing, but you, you make it better. Or say, for example, the banded stretches. I told you this. I took the banded stretches. And then what I do is I get people to do box breathing during it. I've got audios where it's like different tones. So the tone is four seconds for them to breathe in. There's a different tone where they hold the breath. There's a different tone when they exhale. And as they exhale, they're instructed, go into it. So as you're exhaling and you're creating the tension, let the band go with the band. And then you hold the breath again with another tone. So all they're doing, it's, it's just so that they don't even have to think about what they're doing. You can already make that banded stretch potentially 10 times more effective because someone's doing it properly rather than just assuming that they know what to do. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's worth, what is that worth? $9.99? Well, to, to be honest with you, I my, my, thought, my thought process on things was if you find something that you're going to use every day for a year or for years, not every day, but you're going to use it for years. It's worth paying a thousand dollars for. Like I would go to seminars and learn one thing. Right. Worth right. every penny. Pay a thousand dollars to go to a seminar. Right. Thousand dollars for the seminar, you know, $300 for the fucking weeks, whatever. Right. When I went to, when I went to CVAPS, um, where, uh, Cal Dietz spoke, Val Nisedkin, um, Natalia Vershansky, um, Michael Roberts, Robertson, right? Like I, I heard, all, yeah. oh, and uh, Landon Evans went there too. Um, I, and I heard all these fucking great people speak and I generated one relationship from that. Right. And that was Cal. Right. Right. Like I, and I learned, I, I, I didn't learn anything from Cal 
at that seminar. But I learned who Cal was. I didn't know who the fuck Cal was until that seminar. Right. Read his stuff. Life changing. Right. 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 Like what what right. I what I experienced with him is now all my interns fucking read triphasic training. So like even if it's even if it just opens the door, you could charge a thousand dollars for fucking something, sure. as long as it opens a door for someone. Sure. Right. If you if you if a door opens for you, it's worth every fucking penny. Right. Because right. It, it's it's not it's it's not one thing. It's everything. I was listening to this one, this one, and it's weird, but uh, this this one pastor this morning where he was talking about the effect that one pastor from 1850 had on the entire world. Right. That pastor gave um, a sermon that spoke to this guy who get, who ended up being saved by Christ, and he gave a sermon that spoke to another guy that sold to spoke to another guy that spoke to one person who ended up exposing 2.2 billion people to Christ. Right. So in essence, that one thing had this huge butterfly effect on so many other fucking things. So if you could right. have that big ass butterfly effect for a thousand bucks, fucking you could charge whatever the hell you want for things. As long as, as long as they get something out of it. For sure. Who 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 was the pastor? Just out of interest, so you, if I know, he's a pat. You you don't know him. He's down in Jacksonville. It's a oh, church okay. of church of eleven twenty two. His name is uh, Joby Joby Martin. Okay, okay. Well, because I thought you were going to mention uh, Norman Vincent Peale, the guy that wrote the Power of Positive Thinking. Because oh, no. in his sermons, guys, he's a, I don't he's, know, a, he's a pastor. I think yeah, I think he was a pastor because. Uh, in his uh, sermons, that was where like Trump was going and a bunch of other inter very interesting people then become really experts at persuasion and stuff like that. So, ah. And his book is, I mean, fuck, dude, it went all over the place, you know? But we, man, look, the truth is we ain't the smartest fucking guys in the world. We're not the smartest guys in the world, but we learn and we learn pretty quick, I think. I think we learn pretty damn quick. And we're not talking about doing something like, let's say, for example, if we pick anything that we once thought was hard, but then when we did it, we were like, actually, it wasn't that hard. That's actually pretty easy. Now I think about it. It's not like we're trying to go to fucking, we're trying to go to Mars. Now that's hard because it's never been done before. And there's got to be a bunch of errors and mistakes to be done. Do you know what I mean? But we, we what we want to what we want to do, I mean, okay, there might be in terms of the creativity aspect, it might not have been done before, but it's also hard, man, because almost everything under the sun has been done before. It's just repackaged, apart from those real pioneers, like, say, Musk, for example. You know what I mean? And once we do it, I'm pretty sure we'd look back and be like, actually, that really wasn't that hard, because I did it. If it was that hard, I wouldn't have done it. So... <clears throat> So the, the, one of the reasons why I have such an issue with creating product is because like, just like you said, I'm not creating anything. You know what I mean? Right. Like nothing, none of this is my own. Like right. I just, I just rip people off. Right. So that's one of the reasons why I was like, ah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to write this shit. I remember when I wrote, uh, that my, my part for the speed manual, right. uh, for the DeFranco speed manual. Uh, James had reached out to me. He goes, uh, just so you know, this is my work. Yeah, I remember you saying, yeah. I was like, it's what? I was like, dude, I've, he said, yeah, it's from my high-low manual. I was like, James, I didn't, I have not bought your high-low manual. You wouldn't sell it to me. He goes, what? 
was like, yeah, I asked to buy your high and low manual. You wouldn't give it to me. You said it was out of date. He goes, really? I said, yeah. I said, he said, Mike, this is almost verbatim my work. I said, James, I swear to God, but I mean, I'll, I'll change it and I'll take it out, whatever the hell you want me to do. So I, I changed some stuff, but I didn't, I, I didn't right. rip him off, but right. I ended up ripping him off somehow. Right. I, that was all stuff that I got from Charlie Francis. Right. 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 So, yeah, but so Jay- essentially he ripped off Charlie Francis. Right. So, but that's all we're doing. We're just repackaging and we're, we're reselling shit. Right. There, what's that f- name of that famous book? It's like still like an artist or something like that. Have you ever heard of this? No. And it, it's, it's the same kind of concept. It's like, you, I mean, even like the words that we speak, someone spoke them or we're, you know, maybe not in the same sentence in an exact same structure, but they've said it more, more or less the same thing. You know, don't you think like within every single message, it's just repackaged and put out. But at the end of the day, it, it doesn't really matter. I don't think. Well, look, look at fucking religion. What's the religion? The transcendental ideal. Do want to uh, the golden rule. Do want to others as you want done to you. Right. <laughs> every every fucking religion. Right. You know. Right. 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 It's all it's all re- repackaged. So yeah, man. It's but in terms of like the 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 creativity part. I'm reading a great book. It's called uh, from Rollo May. Uh, it's called uh, what is it? Courage, the courage to the courage to create, and in in this book, it's all about how you know throughout time, the poets and the artists have been really the rebel shakers, and and, and as part of that whole creativity process is the psychological journey that you go through because basically you're going against cultural norms and different things like this, and like the way the creative process works is you have to be absolute professional diligent at it every single day and then you get these odd breakthroughs that come from god knows where right and then that changes the whole field but you see this throughout everything from physics and and etc etc maybe the maybe you're at a point now though where you've learned enough from all these other different people that you can start trying to create something that is slightly different but you know that you might find aspects of it somewhere else, but it doesn't mean it's not valuable because at the end of the day, what's the purpose of it? To provide value to one person? I mean, imagine, bro, if I say, like all, even the guys that write all these um, self-help books, and all, they all say the same shit. But as we said before, oh, I don't know if I like that guy. He might say a message and we don't bother listening to it. But another guy that we do like or we are gravitated to, he might say the exact same fucking thing and we take from it and we're like actually i quite like that even though they've said the same thing but i don't care if it's his words or someone else's to be honest i don't care do you know what i mean yeah it's, it's still not... about the value yeah yeah that's that's i don't know i'm, I'm just so fucking conflicted with a lot of this stuff because i remember remember my ultimate bench program yeah i had yeah. the gpp program i yeah. had the ultimate bench program i think i had something else i forget what else but i mean those were all original, original pieces, but essentially I just, their ideas ripped off from other people right? that I came up with a product from. Right. So I had no problem selling then, but like now that I know more, I'm like, ah, I don't know. But then you look at what the fuck was Amazon? Amazon was eBay. Right. Right. They right. just did it better. What, what was Netflix? What was Netflix? It was Blockbuster. Fucking Blockbuster online. <laughs> Bro. Right. And it's only our own ego. That's literally it. That is literally it. 
That is literally it. Bro, I was like the 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 the, the thoughts that have gone through my mind doing those audios. It's like You every, fraud. Every possible fucking excuse or bit of resistance that you can imagine has come up and gone through me on a fucking near daily basis. But still, it don't matter. Put it out and see what ends up happening from it. Just see what happens. I mean, it might, even if it's like, I genuinely believe this. If I look back over life, there have been like certain people, one person and by who knows why or how, sometimes it's been me really forcing it. Sometimes it's been coincidence, but certain people have changed my life completely. I'm sure you would say the same too, right? So if it means that there's a chance of by putting out like genuine, um, uh, uh, genuine, or like I hate the word authentic, but like really you putting it out there. And if it might open up the, the idea to making one connection, I mean, one person could change your life. So that for me is when then all the arguments disappear about, oh, but it's not completely like this. I mean, you don't have to say that you're the one that created it all. You can also be like, look, I just took a bunch of different random things, put them all together and bang, here you go. You know? And that's going to be also my idea how I even explain the process of what I'm doing. I really want to be like, look, I have no idea if this is effective or not. I've been testing it out with some people now for a couple of years. Some people get great results. Other people get average results. And some people, they just, it's not their thing. But I'm not looking for those people. I'm looking for the people that are willing to try it out and work and the people that it's definitely their, their thing out. Now, all I need is feedback. And please give it to me as honest as you can. And let's just see what it's all about. If any, I mean, also with all of the, the product that I would ever put out, I, I told this to a buddy of mine. He's releasing uh, hockey summer training uh, programs. And he, I said, if you feel so bad about selling something, why don't you do it like this? Create the program and then have like a case, an opportunity for people to, to, to get a refund. If you do... If you do a case study for me, you do this assessment at the beginning, something basic. Maybe you keep a journal or, or, or not. Maybe you do a couple videos in different weeks or not. I mean, it doesn't even matter. And then you do another report at the end, regardless, regardless of if it's positive or negative or whatever. If you can send me that so that I know the effectiveness of my own program, I'll give you the opportunity to get all your money back because if it's a good product, and then you get that as a testimonial and you have a hundred case studies that show that this is good. And even if you've given, it won't be every person wants their money back. Cause if you've done a good thing, I mean, how many times have you had that? How many times have you had friends that have a product? They say, I'll give it to you for free. And you're like, no fucking way. I'm paying you cause you're my buddy or I'm paying you cause it's good. Like I don't want my money back. I'm happy to give it. Then that does the whole marketing thing for you. You know what I mean? And, um, and I think that, that would be the same with anything that I would release. Opportunity, you know, I don't need to, I don't need to rip people off. I, yeah, that's. Yeah. I, and I mean, but that's, that's me. And I, I don't even think it's bad if people do rip people. I don't, I don't even get involved in that, all that whole idea. It don't matter to me. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, it aggravates me so much. From from like a stealing content standpoint, as well as as well as like people that are just fucking thieves. But I also think some some aspects of people being thieves are funny. 
like one of my one of my guys was telling me how his friend started an OnlyFans uh, page, and it's like a nine ninety nine subscription a month. And the guy's like, you know, he's a good-looking NFL dude. I think he's an, he's a, I think he's a professional athlete. I forget what it is. But it's just him sitting there like this, like, got you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and someone paid like $9.99. I think he said he like got 100, 100 people to pay for it or some shit like that. Bro, there's people online that buy shit. Feces. Feces of people. Dude, how about the people buying bathwater from that fucking chick? Do you remember that? No, but I don't know. But I know that they buy fucking dirty underwear and fucking yeah. anything, even a tissue paper that someone's kissed, they buy. So there's a market people, for anything, bro. Anything. And it's just about being part of the game. <laughs> right? But it's just ridiculous. It's crazy. Or you don't, but then you, you don't, you don't concern yourself with it. You know, I do. How many times have we had these conversations over the years? So for me, I'm at the point where. If I could just forget about it, I would. I would love to, but if I can't, then they must just put it out and then just have a look. But it don't need to define. And also one thing's for sure is if you keep trying, you get better at everything. So if there's some kind of traction, great. And all of the good uh, entrepreneurial businesses, they all say, you know, you got to try 10 times because you found nine or whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, it don't matter. You just got to do something. You got to do something. If you have got the urge to do it, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Because I think half of people's stress is just it's uh, inaction. It's not doing the things that you know that you really want to do or you should do. So that's it. That's Agreed. my. So, in in other news, I ran an entire mile, undisrupted. Wow. I, I told you I did that already, though. Like, I did, like, a 723 mile or a 722 mile. Yep. Well, yesterday, yesterday I ran an entire mile undisrupted while having a conversation. I was on the phone the whole fucking time with Tradow. There you go. But, I mean, it was, like, it was, like, a nine-something mile. But I was, wasn't even out of breath. It was fucking, it was cake. It was so great. I was so happy. Don't where are you, where are you with your marathon shit right now? I haven't done another marathon since the, the one I did. I've just been, it's weird. The weather took a big turn. So I've been doing a lot more stuff indoors. What do you um, mean? Took a turn for hot or cold? Oh, dog shit. Uh, chucking it down, cold, rain. Like, And I'm I'm too big of a pussy to be on that road bike in the mountains when it's raining and thunderstorming. Like I don't, that was another part of life for me to, to be risking shit like that. I don't really want to be doing that. But anyway, I told you that it got delayed until September. Yeah. So I'm I still go for the original date, even if it's me, but on my J's and I'll do it. No matter, like just give it, give it a good shot and then just use the extra time just to get better anyway. And it would be nice because from, from Monday on my nice training schedule that I've been having for the last few months, is uh, it's not going to be it's not going to be possible anymore with so much work. So, I mean, I'll still be training every day, and most of the time twice a day. But it won't be. I don't have the luxury of just being able to go for five hours, more or less, like four times a week to go and train. You know what I mean? Bro, that's incredible that you train for that long. Yeah, you would train not, for five hours every... straight. Oh yeah, dude, I have done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, yeah, I yeah. can't even. I can't. I can't lift weights for an hour straight. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like I, I, I running, I think the longest I've ever run for was 20 minutes. 
Right. Five hours straight. Yeah. I mean, I did seven hours on the bike. And my neck was just fucked up. But you got to think. You got. I've got to get myself ready because I think the cutoff, and I probably really should know this, but the cutoff for the Ironman is like 17 hours. Right? So... 17 I mean, hours straight. Yeah. Yeah. That's the cutoff time. I mean, some guys do it in flipping eight hours and, and shit, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be, I'm not, I'm not even trying to do it. I don't care. I just want to, I just want to get it done. Holy fuck. Yeah. So, but bro, there's some, but again, that sounds like, wow, that sounds, sounds like a lot, but then the, then you start, looking into the world of like extreme endurance and stuff. And I mean, it's uh, the guy's running hundred miles. It's pussycat. Yeah. hundred miles or even like, you know, guys like Ross Edgley fucking swimming around the UK, six months, six hours on six hours off every day for six months to go around the UK swimming in fucking freezing cold water, getting stung by jellyfish. You know I mean? That's serious. Or like the old, you know, Arctic explorers, you know, I mean, we, I don't know. To me, it's not too big, too big of a deal. I, I dude, you, you really inspired me to want to do that shit though. Like, I don't know if I want to do a fucking Ironman, but I definitely want to try to run long distance for a long period of time at some point. Like running that nine, 10 minute mile. I think I could have done that for a while. Right. I think it could have kept that pace for, for a while. Like just right. as long as I'm just trudging along. So, I mean, 10, is that 200, 260 minutes? What's 260 minutes? No, that's not right. What's, what's 10 minutes times 26? 260 minutes, right? 10 times 26 divided by 60. That's a four-hour ma uh, marathon, 4.3-hour marathon. Right. What, will you, what do you run your marathon in? Were you like three hours? No, 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 no. I was, it was, uh, it was just less than four hours. It was like 350 something. But I, like I said, I did it on a curve. And that was, I don't know if it's how my, how it will so, compare. Onto so you're, normal, you're right there with ground. me. We're, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty similar. I mean, yeah. I'm obviously not doing it for 26 fucking miles, but you're, you're right. just trudging along. Like this is like, I train it. I try, I try to train it. And, it, you know, so everybody was like, what are you doing? You need to be doing like heart rate zones. And no, and I was like, look, i got two tempos, cruising or, or, or like savage mode. And I need to just cruise, right? I need to get through the fucking thing. Honest to God, I don't even care if it takes me 26 hours to do it. I just said, I want to do the Ironman. I know like the official cutoff is 17 hours. I think I'm going to do it in under that. But even if I it gets to like 17 hours and I'm not done. I'm not going to stop. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't complete, you know, I'm not doing that. So I'll keep going until it's done. So, or unless I can't actually finish it. So for me, it's like learning about where's my cruise pace. Cause what happens if my watch malfunctions on the day of the race, what happens if, you know, all of these other things when I think that you can really come to a good intuitive place where you can just really start feeling your body. Yeah. So when I do high intensity stuff, I try to go savage. And then when I do cruise, cruising stuff, 
I'm really talking about cruising. Half the time, I'll jump on the phone. I'll be on the phone with clients. I might be listening to a book. I might be doing whatever. It doesn't matter because if I just keep on going, your natural cruise pace also changes, right? Because of you getting ad you're adapting to everything that you're doing. Yeah. So for me, I just I just try not to make it complicated. Well, and so that, many people I know they end up by the day of competition they're crippled because they've been doing these ridiculous trainings in the fear that. I need to be able to do this because what are people going to think of me if I don't complete it? Whereas I don't give a shit because I come to the conclusion in my head is I either complete it or I don't. And if I don't complete it, it's genuinely because no matter what, I'll never be able to say I didn't really, really try hard. I didn't quit on it on myself. It's just that I just couldn't do it. My so, body just couldn't do it. When, remember we used to do a lot of heart rate training with the heart yeah. rates, with the heart rate monitors. Yeah. Essentially, you just learn where your heart rate is. Right. So you already know your cruise is whatever that cardiac output zone It's going to be in like yeah. zone two. I mean, when you can have a conversation, when you can really still yeah. be going through your nose the whole time, you know, then, then, you, then you're good as gold. There is one thing that I want to I wanna try before uh before i do it maybe i shouldn't announce it like, like this because then i'm probably gonna have to do it but, <laughs> I, <laughs> it's probably a silly thing for me to do now but i um i remember hearing about in ancient greece they used to get guys running long distances with a mouthful of water right and you start thinking about that that's actually quite interesting because what does that mean if you can't open your mouth it means you've got to breathe through your nose right so i thought what an absolute mammoth of a fucking challenge if you could try and do a marathon with a mouth, you know. I mean, I don't even, I think the water would dissolve by, you know, there's no way you could be able to hold anything in your mouth for that long. But I thought, I don't know. That was something that popped up into my head. I don't know if I can do that though. No, you can't do that. I don't know if I can do it. I don't even know if I want to try doing it. Four hours without fucking swallowing? That ain't happening. There were guys. There were guys that were doing. I think, if I remember correctly, they were running interval laps, racing each other, and then spitting back the water into a jug, and it was whoever had the most amount of water in. So, uh. but it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool idea. So, a lot of nose breathing has been good, man. Like in that sort of really steady zone too. Like you can have a conversation, you're just sort of in the in the complete flow of things and trying to go through your nose for as long as possible. That's I feel like my body feels like that's really, really good. A good thing to be doing. And then when you open your mouth, it's like your mouth is like fucking you could swallow a watermelon. It's like you can just you're inhaling air like like nothing else. So Yeah, I when when I'm running when I when I was doing the mile run where I was I don't I was pushing myself. I wanted to see how fast I could fucking do it. I should have warmed up better because I think if my heart rate was adjusted properly to to me actually doing cardio, there wouldn't have been that early spike. Um, but I mean, I couldn't breathe through my fucking nose. Right. When I did a seven th with that seven twenty three mile, I could not fucking breathe through my nose. Absolutely right. not. Right. There's just however yeah. the fuck I could get you're breathing air. through your asshole, through your ears. <laughs> you're breathing in anyway. Yeah, sure, sure. But when I was doing that that ten minute pace, nine or ten minute pace, I I was just chilling. I could 
I, yeah, I, dude, I really want to get good at it. I want to get a fucking decent, decent cardiovascular system because I'm just fucking disgusting. Yeah, it make a big difference. I feel good on it. I feel really good. Doing much more cardio has had a big impact on me. I really like it. It's all. It's even something I look forward to in the mornings. It makes me feel good for the rest of the day. And then also going like low to no carb has been really good too. That's been really, really good. Low to no carb, huh? Yeah. You just feel better. Feel so much better, man. And incredible the the body change that happens too. What's your what's your source? What do you mean? I mean of I carbs. Eat, when you eat carbs. Then some fruits. Yeah. Yeah. I just I mean I don't I wanna keep it basic too, man. I eat loads of meat. Still I'm eating most of the time I'd say majority of the time two meals a day. I'll do always uh, cardio fasted, always. And then do you, do you have do you have any like um, amino acids or anything like that? No, nah, none of that, none of that. No supplements, no, no, yeah. no, no, none of that. I take some uh, vitamin D, take some arginine. Um, I take Wait, well, some, you'll take that before you run? Yeah, I arginine? take it in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, that's a vasodilator. Yeah, yeah vasodilator. Exactly. Yeah. Do you yeah. take citrulline as well? Uh, no, I take also NAC. Oh, is that that's citrulline, isn't it? NAC. I think. I don't know. Let me see. I think so. And um, I'm trying to think. And some fish oil, vitamin D. Yeah. And then I don't know. Usually I do. Have you got it? I'm looking it up right now. I um no, that's cysteine. Cysteine. And acetylcysteine. Okay. Right. Um yeah, see, I don't even know what it is. I just <laughs> <laughs> one of my buddies was like, You should take some of this. This will be good for you. Support your cardiovascular system. I said, All right, I trust you. Um so yeah, food wise, I don't know. Unlimited meat, fish, fowl, eggs. I mean I eat a lot of eggs, a lot of veggies, salads. Some fruits, nuts, some seeds, no grains, no, 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 none of that. Seeds, so, huh? Some seed, like the I have the I, I like this kind of sort of um, yogurt bowl and Cole puts some some seed, different seed. I don't even know what fucking seeds they are. She put some seeds. What, in like there. the chia seeds? Yeah, I don't know. Something that adds some sort of consistency with the fruit. Not too much. Not too much. So. Yeah, mate. Basics, bro. Basics. So, but I still, you know, who I stumbled across, you know, the uh, the the guy who popularized the carnival. What's his name? Doctor Baker. Guy, yeah, Sean Baker. Man, he's a fucking savage, bro. He's a legend. He's. A, I love him. His Insta his Instagram cracks me up. Yeah, and he's. I mean, what a fucking what a savage man. What is he's like mid fifties and he's in incredible shape. So, and there's like videos of him eating like four pounds of fucking tri-tip, you know, <laughs> eat one meal a day, <laughs> just so much meat. So, but it's crazy though, what you, I mean, if you, if you think about 
what advice you get given via media, via doctors, in terms of, you know, diet and stuff. It's almost as if they're trying to tell you the wrong thing. They tell you like the almost the complete opposite. Dude, but I, it's just the lack of, it's a lack of knowledge and information. I, that's that, all. I, that's what I was just going to yeah, say. That's we, it, don't, yeah. we don't fucking we don't know. Know, we don't know anything. Right. We don't know. Bro, when I was in school, people would talk about diets and stuff. I'd be like, there's, there's zero. We had vegans in our school, so you guys are morons. Right. You guys are morons. You're doing this. Why? Why are you doing this? Oh, because it's healthier, right? Says who? Right. Says fucking right. who? If you eat, if you eat meat, you're twenty percent. The research is suggesting that you're twenty percent more likely to have a myocardial infarction. Okay. Right. If right. you're a vegan, guess what? You're twenty percent more likely to have a fucking stroke. Right. Right. Yeah. And shitty hormones and all sort of brittle bones. That you know what's funny. I saw one of the the thing that I saw from uh, Dr. Baker. Uh, he had a picture of a UFC fighter that had psoriasis real bad and how the psoriasis improved with diet. And on the caption, it was like my dermatologist said that diet doesn't impact psoriasis. Or he saw two different dermatologists or something. And I've got a friend of mine here that suffers from bad psoriasis. And I remember telling him before about I had heard that the carnival was good. And he was like, no, no, it can't, that's like bad. That's the exact shouldn't be eating meat at all because it makes it worse. And, you know, it's, you know, it's crazy, man. It's really, you got to take your health into your own hands, bro. Just like I think everything, money, your own education, everything's got to be in your own fucking hands, bro. That's my school of thought. I'm with you. I'm fucking with you. I don't know. I have no idea what to do. <laughs> I have no fuck, and even with blood markers, right? I don't even know what blood markers are good, right? What are right? What are wrong? What you know? Like I, I have no idea, right? And even even what's consistent, right? They say, well, if you start losing weight, there's going to be more fat in your blood, so you're going to have a worse lipid profile. So like, what? What? The, you can't fucking win, right? You're damned right. if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, and then with this whole carnival diet, I mean, they used to say that you'd get you'd get scurvy, right? If you don't eat from the the old guys on the ships, if you're not eating fresh fruit and vegetables, you end up fucked up. Unless you eat liver, if you have right. the liver, you're fine. Right. But he doesn't. Baker doesn't even eat liver. I don't think so. It doesn't look like he's, he's just eating fucking steaks. He just eats ground beef and steaks. Right. That's all the motherfucker eats. Right. Right. And I mean, when you're 55 years old and you're you look like, like that and you're breaking multiple world records in all sorts of different things. He's breaking and world he's records? a smart dude. Yeah, he's, uh, he's done like different rowing challenges and different stuff like that, you know. And he's a smart guy. I mean, you know, no, you're not an idiot if you've gone through medical school. You know, I'm not saying you're a fucking genius either, but you ain't an idiot. So, but bro, I, I don't know, man. I don't even know... I don't even know what I don't know. <laughs> oh, that makes me always very careful with things. I used to, I'm, I got strong opinions loosely held, bro. I'm ready to be updated on more or less anything, but yeah, bro. I don't know. Let's, let's end this shit here. Sure.